Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking all about deep level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm, improving your mindset, and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. Welcome back to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast, or if you're new, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. Today is episode four, and we're starting to talk about how to stop judging yourself and start loving yourself. So this comes up, this comes up quite often in the, the line of work that I do. I have clients ask me all the time, how can I stop being so hard on myself? How can I stop judging myself? And how can I stop judging others? Well, the first step is just to be aware. So let's talk about why we do this so much in the first place. So I can speak as a woman that there's a lot of societal expectations of women to be a certain way. And this starts right from when we're little. Most of the people that do this to us don't mean any harm whatsoever, but it's just what happens. It's like, um, don't be too rough or, you know, maybe you'll be judged. You'll be like a tomboy, you know, um, you can't do that. You're a girl. Okay. Be quiet. Sit still. Don't, don't speak up. Don't make anybody mad. Be nice. You know, all these different things. You know, when a, when a man is aggressive, he's thought of in a different way than when a woman is aggressive. A woman is just a bitch, you know, a man is just successful, you know? And so like, we have like all these weird judgments that we we're constantly having to catch ourselves so that we're not judged in a certain way. And yes, we shouldn't care, you know? So there's like, you know, you should be a good mom, but you should also be successful in your job. Okay. You should be, be kind, you know, but also stand up for yourself. Don't be a bitch. Don't, don't be too tough or you're a bitch. Okay. And don't be too kind or you're a pushover. You know, there's like this, this like small happy place for us that is, it's unattainable, to be honest with you. It's completely unattainable. And so this is why we are so focused on judging ourselves. And yes, men do this too. They have a lot of societal judgments of them and things that they need to live up to or they feel they need to live up to. But today I'm really just speaking of, about what I know, but I'm sure that there's plenty of men that can relate to this also. So being aware that you're doing this is the first step. And one of the things that I do um, I'm famous for this. I catch myself saying it all the time and it's, it's really just an excuse. So I'll tell you what it is. I always say that I'm terrible with directions because I am kind of terrible with directions, but it's not, it's not that I'm, I have no directional, um, I don't have a directional bone in my body. It's because I am not paying attention to my surroundings. That's basically what it is. And I had to really think about this because I'm like, how can I get better at this? I have to get better at this. I don't like being bad at directions. And so I realized that it's really just my head is all over the place. I'm like, oh, look at that car. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at that store. And then before you know it, I'm like, where did I park my car? Oh, where am I? What road am I on? What direction am I walking in? <laughs> so I'm just not paying attention. So the key for me was I'm not bad at directions. I just need to pay attention a little more. I'm not bad at remembering names. I just need to pay attention a little more. So stop 
speaking things into existence, you know, by constantly saying to myself, I'm bad at directions and telling other people I'm bad at directions. I'm just going to be known for being bad at directions, but I can change that and, you know, say it in a different way. Say, oh, I wasn't paying attention. So I'm not really sure. I don't have to say, oh, I'm just bad at directions. You can't count on me at all if we're in the middle of the woods. But (laughs) so it's about being aware of the way you're saying things. Well, this may sound simple. It's not easy to do because we do it so subconsciously. But once you start to really notice, it it will become more habitual. You'll notice it more. And you'll also notice this. I, I notice this. I say certain things about my kids and I try to catch myself. And I might not mean any harm whatsoever. You know, I like might say about one of my one of my kids, I might say, Oh, she's so artistic or he's so artistic. And then one of the other ones might think, well, what about me? I'm artistic too, you know, and it might, I might be saying something that I don't think is harmful, but it might be something, you know, harmful to one of the other kids, or maybe that kid doesn't want to be known as artistic, you know? So just watching what my words are and, and judging people and putting them into little boxes and defining them in certain ways and kind of leaving that open a little bit is you have to be really mindful about it. So a lot of us just let these negative judgments and thoughts fly through our subconscious without a care. You know, like we're just not noticing them. Oh, I look so fat in those pants. Oh my God, my hair never looks good when it's humid out. Oh, I don't look good with makeup on. Oh, I'm not good at putting my makeup on. Oh, I'm not good at math. A lot of people say that. I hear tons of people say that. Um, But I want you to stop and think about it. If someone was saying that, what you say to yourself, to one of your children or a good friend or a significant other, would it be okay? Right? So like some of the things we say to ourselves are terrible. You know, like, you know, I don't look good in a bathing suit. Would you ever say that to one of your children or your best friend? No, we just wouldn't do that. So I think we all know the answer to that question is hell no. Like it would not be okay for anyone to talk to my loved ones that way. So the new normal you need to create is that it's not okay to talk to yourself this way either. So why should you care? Why is this important? Well, there's so many good reasons, but one of them is that your words have power, just like I said a few minutes ago. The things we say and feel are what create our reality, okay? Words have power. People say words are spells, This is really true. So if you want to create a too-good-to-be-true reality, how would you talk and treat yourself? Like stop and pause for a moment and really think about that. Like if you wanted to just create this magical, wonderful life for yourself, how would you treat yourself? You know, you would treat yourself at the highest level. You would treat yourself like the queen, you know? You would treat yourself the same way you treat the people that you love. And when we do this, when we treat ourselves this way, when we treat ourselves the way we want to be treated, what we expect, what we want, when we treat ourselves this way, we show others what is acceptable for us. We show them how we want to be treated. We teach other people how to treat us. So if you're not feeling you're being treated well, then maybe you need to look at how you're treating yourself. And a lot of people don't want to hear that, but it's very true. So if you haven't heard it in a while... Let me say it to you. You're amazing and you deserve the absolute best of everything. You do. End of story. You deserved it when you were born and you still deserve it now. There's no reason you wouldn't deserve that now. So how do we get there though? It's kind of hard after like all this programming that 
we've been through in our lives. So this is where I come back to the book. So recently I learned this method and I believe it stems from Buddhism. And the book that I was reading was Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. And I haven't even finished this book yet, but, and this was right at the beginning. And I was like, this is brilliant. This is brilliant. So I'm going to share this with you. And I think it's brilliant. And here's how you can apply it to your life too. So when you're out and about in your life at work with friends or family, and you find the conversation kind of headed toward negative gossip or judgment about another person, and you find yourself taking part. Yes, we all do this, right? We all do this at some point. And sometimes it doesn't seem too bad, right? It seems kind of harmless, but you, you have a choice right in that moment. You can stop and regroup your thoughts and to do something, say something more positive. You could change the subject. You could walk away, whatever, just remove yourself from the situation. Now, if you did take part, whoever the person was that you were talking about, uh, take a few minutes and write down 10 positive things about them. I know, I know this sounds super cheesy and also it might sound super hard. But there's a reason to do this exercise, and I'm going to get to it, okay? So 10 positive things. Now, this is really challenging for me. I don't have a lot of people in my life that I I dislike or I don't get along with. I really don't, Um, but I do have have a, a couple, okay? And these people I find to be pretty miserable, I guess, you know, but that's my opinion, of course. And writing down 10 positive things about them, let me tell you something. That was a challenge. It could, it's really hard to do. And I, yes, I do. It's important to write it out. This is just an important part of really focusing on what you're doing. And by writing it out and putting those words onto paper, you're really concentrating. You're really focused. Thinking about it can be very distracting because then you just start thinking about other things this person might have done, maybe other reasons why you don't like them. But when you're really focused on the task and you're writing out these wonderful things about this person, positive things, you're focused on it when you're writing it out. So I do, yes, I want you to write it out and it's important to do the work. So the reason this is important is what this does over time is it redirects your brain to focus on the positive things more, but you have to keep doing it over and over again. It takes time to create a habit, right? It takes time to do anything. It takes time to build muscle. So like when you're working out and you want to get all buff, takes time to build that muscle. It takes repeat, 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 right? We have to keep working out, keep working out, keep working out. It takes time to lose weight. We have to keep eating well. It takes time to learn anything, to learn a language, to learn an instrument. So this is the same thing. We have to keep doing it. If we really want to redirect our brain to focus on the positive things more, and we want our brain to do this automatically, that's the key word, automatically, because right now automatically we're focused on the negative, right? We were just talking about how we say bad things to ourselves in our subconscious mind. We're talking to ourselves, we're saying these negative things, but it's a habit. We're trying to break that habit. We might've been doing that habit our whole life. So we have to, we have to keep doing this. Okay. So another thing that it does is it also shows us that most people have good things inside of themselves. We all do. And this is really true. I know, I know it's hard to believe. Like there's some people in this world, you're like, no, Tina, no, there's nothing good about that person. Well, um, I struggle with it too. I really do. There's some people I'm like, no, but you know what? 
I bet there is. I bet that if you really knew the person, there was something. There's something in there. Over time, after doing this exercise for a while, your brain will be trained to automatically look to the positive side of things as long as you do the work, right? So how cool is that? How cool is that? I just, I'm just so amazed how we can change our brains that way. I think it's called neuroplasticity. It's just so cool. Yes. So this includes you. So this is where we're getting back to you, how to stop judging yourself. So it's not just all about the other people. This is about you too. And I'm circling back to this. You will start to look at all the positive aspects of yourself and really see them. This will be your new set point and your new focus. So by focusing on all the good things about other people, you manage to retrain your brain to focusing on all the positive aspects of life and the people in it. And then in turn, your brain will automatically focus on the positive aspects of yourself, your life. So how wonderful is that? So not only do we stop judging other people and started thinking, focusing on more positive things about other people, but we changed our brain to focus on all the good things about ourselves. So we've redirected our brain to just focus more on the positive. That just doesn't remove all negative thoughts from your brain. I mean, that's impossible. But, you know, the majority of the thoughts will be aimed towards the negative. You know, you've heard of the, you know, the the pessimistic person and the optimistic person, the glass half empty, glass half full. So you're just going to be the half, you know, the glass half full, right? This is, you're going to be more focused in that direction. So that's very cool, right? Super cool. I thought this was such a good tool to have in your back pocket to help with such a hard, I think it's really hard to retrain your brain. And I think this makes it easier. Um, A lot of people have trouble looking at self-care. They think self-care is selfish. Well, one of the things I always remind people is that self-care isn't selfish because of the effects that it has on all the people around you. And then the ripple effect in turn that that has on the world. So, you know, when you're, when you're taking care of yourself and you're in a good mood and you're high energy and you go into a coffee shop or something and you start talking to a person who might be having a bad day and you say one nice thing to them, you change their whole day. How cool is that? And then they go on and they maybe change someone else's day and so on and so on and so on. So self-care is not selfish, but a lot of people think it is selfish. So doing a, doing some kind of work that would be helping yourself to stop judging yourself and start loving yourself more, you might automatically in the back of your head in your subconscious deeply think that this is selfish work. But by refocusing it on other people, it's easier to do the work. So you're also tricking your brain to do the work on other people and in turn it has a positive effect on you. So it's like the reverse, right? So how cool is that? I think that, like I said earlier, this is just a win-win. But there's one thing, there's one thing that you have to remember, you have to do the work. So when you find yourself doing this, you have to do the work. So when you come home at the end of the day and you remember gossiping about, you know, Lisa at the office, you're going to come home and you're going to write 10 wonderful things about Lisa. If it takes you a half hour or so, you know, still do it. Now, lastly, a question that I assume a lot of people have, because this was something that ran through my head. If I actually become more aware and catch myself talking badly about myself, do I have to write 10 positive things about myself? And I would say, 
the answer is yes. I mean, how can you lose with an exercise like this? So take the time, you know, like if you say something negative about your appearance, take the time to write 10 things about your appearance that you like. How, how you know, or if you're having trouble with self-love and your appearance and you really like, I don't like anything about my appearance, you could say things like, I love my feet because they support me every day. I love my hands because it makes it easier for me to do things like she, on the very basic level. Okay. Just go basic if you're struggling. So if you, if you catch yourself talking badly about yourself, do the work, write the 10 positive things about yourself because, you know, you deserve the very best, right? Don't you agree? And if you don't, you need to start agreeing with that because you do, you deserve the very best. So do the work and treat yourself well. Remember to always add some deep level self-care into your life every single day. That's what this is. Every single day. To help with that, you could join me in the book club, the Aligned and Worthy book club. We read powerful self-improvement, health and wellness books, manifestation books, and we go through the action steps. We share our wins, we share our struggles, and we hold each other accountable together. And we have so much fun doing it. Okay. If you if you're interested in joining me, it's very um, inexpensive, easy way to spend time with me and some other like-minded people. So you could check it out with the link in the show notes. I would love to have you. It was great spending this time with you today. Like I said, once again, remember, always add some deep level self-care into your life every single day. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.